Hey everybody, it's, uh, I'm flying solo this time. We're gonna do something a little bit different. I haven't done one of these in a very long time, but uh, before we get this episode started, I wanna say a massive thank you to the men and women over at Athletic Brewing Company. Yeah, these guys' support has been unwavering. It's been a massive part of uh, COH as, as a nonprofit and, and our ability to even function. So big thanks to them. If you guys wanna try out Athletic Brewing Company, you're curious, maybe, maybe you're looking to cut a little alcohol in your life, Maybe you don't drink at all. Maybe you got something going on tomorrow uh, and you just don't want the booze. So use the promo code capital C-O-H-20 and you're going to get 20% off your first order, athleticbrewingcompany.com. Next one is going to be Fuel Hunt. Uh, these guys, Joey um, and Drew over there have been, again, a massive supporter. They, they heard what our mission was. They got behind it, and every step of the way, I've been able to lean on these guys, and they've come through every single time. So big thanks to them. All right, that brings me to the episode. Just wanna, I'm, I'm going to present an idea to you. Uh, I've been running around with this, trying to figure out exactly how to present it for, for some time now, but, but here we are. Uh, so I'm going to throw it out to the world, and, and I'm going to present an argument to you. And that argument is that habits have never been as important in the history of time as they are at this very moment. So I hope you guys get something from this. If you find value in it, if you like our mission, if you want to get behind it, uh, log on to consequenceofhabit.org. You can hit the donate button. Uh, there's going to be a lot of news coming out here in the next couple of weeks about some workshops, things coming up. You can see firsthand the work that we're doing. We have the podcast. Yes, that is an arm of what we do. And it's a way to bring awareness to our mission statement. And that is to bring, <laughs> I repeat myself, uh, but that is to empower individuals and in community by bringing awareness to the impact that habits have on our mental health, our success, and the environment. So please, please log on to or head on over to consequenceofhabit.org. Hit the donate button and and just help us help us accomplish our mission. But without said, we are why habits are more important in the more important now than they've ever been in the history of time. Thanks. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me. Today, we were going to do something a little bit different. And to be honest with you, I'm a little nervous about it. I got a little, little bit of anxiety about this one. We're going to do a solo podcast. I haven't done a solo podcast in, in quite a long time. You know, it, it just, it, it's easier to sit with somebody else and ask them about their life and, and the question, uh, uh, question them about their habits. It's another thing to have your own thoughts, formulate these ideas, and then try and present them in a in a way that, well, makes some form of sense. But we're going to give it a go anyway. Uh, today, I'm going to I'm going to present to you an argument, and that argument is that habits have never been as important in the history of time as they are at this very moment. And the reason the reason for that is because of the way we're wired, right? We we are. We are wired to seek out pleasure and to avoid pain. And by pain, I, I don't mean just physical pain. I mean, yeah, we, we avoid that, but, but also just mental pain, mental discomfort. And right now there is a massive effort to feed us the small, the small amount of pleasure uh, throughout the day. Never in the history of time have we been so inundated with things that, that make us feel good. Right, things that that uh, are are dopamine inducing technologies, behaviors, foods, 
products. And this is being dished to us at, at, at a pace our, our brains just cannot keep up with. We can't evolve fast enough. I'm going to lean on some things today in this conversation. Uh, some of the things are going to be through my own experiences. You know, the reason that, that consequence of habit was even started was because of my, my own desire to escape, to feel good. My inability to be still in my own mind uh, because I was uncomfortable. So I'm going to, I'm going to lean on those, those experiences. I'm going to lean on the research I've done into the impact that habits have on our lives the research done by people much smarter than me, people like Dr. Anna Lemke, Andrew Huberman, James Clear, Johan Hari. So if you hear me say some things that, that sound familiar from these people, I, I certainly don't want to come across as, as I'm plagiarizing, plagiarizing them or stealing their, their ideas, and, and I give them all the credit in the world, but, but the things that they say resonate with my own experiences as well. So, And lastly... I'm going to lean on the things I've learned from the over 120 interviews I've conducted here on the, the Consequence of Habit podcast. I've been extremely fortunate to, to hear from some amazing people that, that have been extremely open and candid about the, the impact that habits have had on their lives, both good and bad. And this is this next statement. When we talk about things, uh, when we talk about being inundated with this neurotransmitter of, of dopamine, I'm going, to, I'm going to present to you the idea or, or the statistics that Dr. Anna Lemke says, and, and that is that the most advanced countries in the world, to include the United States, have the highest rates of anxiety, depression, addiction, and suicide. You know, th- these, are, these are repercussions of the current world that we live in. You know, there's this, it seems counterintuitive that this idea of, of feeling good, the more that we feel good, the better we should feel all around. But, but unfortunately, that's just not the way the way we're wired. I, I go back to our operating system is we were designed for a time of scarcity. We're not designed to be constantly inundated with these, these, these dopamine inducing things. We're meant to have some struggle in our life. We're meant to have periods of time where we're not constantly being stimulated because that's when we work through things in our own, our own mind. And what, to be honest with you, I, I don't want to under, understate this. I, I truly believe that we are we are at war with, with an economy that is designed right now to steal our attention and, and constantly feed us these small doses of, of dopamine. We want to be as self-disciplined as possible. And there is a place for that. There is personal responsibility, 100%. But at the same time, we also have to, we have to understand what we're up against. We have to realize that the smartest people in the world, some of, some of the smartest people in the world work for companies that sole purpose is to keep you engaged with their product, whatever that may be. And they've gotten really good at it. They feed on some of the most basic in- instincts that we have as humans, whether that be genetically modifying our food, a, a synthetic form of, of a relationship, physical or emotional, or just to escape to escape the reality that you live in. And all of these things affect us not, not just individually, but, but, but collectively. Individually, we are becoming addicted to feeling good. And that addiction, some of the, the, the consequences that, uh, of that are, one, when we're, we constantly feel this little bit of pleasure, we, 
we become numb to true pleasure and connection with others. It also makes us hypersensitive to pain and discomfort. We're unable to deal with it. It's completely stealing our focus and this idea of free will. Are you in control of what you're doing? And I, when we talk about collectively, we, we have a society that is, is becoming more and more distracted and ill-equipped to handle the major problems facing our world, whether that be global warming or, or even through, through technology and, and social media, having a shared sense of reality. What is real and what is not? Like I mentioned, it's been over a year that, but ago since I did a, a, my last solo podcast, but that was, that reality is dictated by, by what channel you watch or what Twitter feed or Instagram feed you're following. You know, I don't, I don't know if you remember the movie Monsters, Inc., but, but it's an old Disney movie. And in that movie, you had these, these monsters, right? They, they lived in, I don't know, it was like Monsterville or something. It's this other world. And they would, they would come into the human world at night with the sole purpose of scaring kids because they could harness the kids' screams. That was their form of, uh, it would like recharge the batteries and that, that was their form of, of energy, and I, I think it's a perfect analogy for, for what companies are doing, not just to our kids, but, but to us in general. Instead of screams, it's our free will. And at the end of the day, that's, that's because it's a company and it needs to make money. You know, we talk about self-discipline until we can recognize the fact that as humans, we, we, have, we have loopholes. And these engineers, have they understand them. Just like a... You know, Tristan Harris talks about it. it. You know, he he compares it to a magician. Like a, a magician already knows, understands the way that the mind works, and he uses those those little loopholes to trick you. Those same concepts are being used on us all the time, and we are seeing this being pl- played out in real time. It's it's an experiment happening, and, and we already know that the results aren't good. So you say, well, what do we do? You tell us that habits have never been important in the history of time as they are now. What is the answer? And, and I, I certainly don't want to come across here as, as I'm on a, like I've got this thing figured out because I 100% don't. I'll be the first to admit it. But I think there's a lot of people that are, are understanding or are having a better understanding of, of what we're up against. Figuring out this life thing is, is already hard enough. But we're tying our hands behind our back when we, we, we can't even give ourselves the space and the time and the awareness to, to, to process life because we're too busy escaping it. So when I, when, when I talk about, all right, what do we do next? I, I should really just be sitting here looking in a mirror as I'm saying this. The first thing is understand what we're up against, accept the fact that Accept the fact that discipline may not be enough, that we're showing up to a, to a gunfight with not even a knife. I mean, we're, we're there with a freaking Nerf knife. Also understanding that, that this constant need for dopamine is having a negative effect on our lives. And we owe it to ourselves to do something about that, to make some positive changes in our life. Our loved ones deserve it. We deserve it. And also the acceptance that to do away with some of these things is going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to feel good. 
I don't care what the substance or technology or behavior it is, it's not going to be fun. If you are addicted to social media and your phone was gone today or tomorrow, there would be a period of time where you would be uncomfortable. If somebody quits drinking, it's not easy. We understand that the addiction, uh, the amount of people that relapse and whatever your poison is, it's fairly high and that's because it sucks. But we also know that coming through the other side of these things makes us a more authentic version of ourselves. It brings a level of self-pride that will never come from likes or hearts or thumbs up or whatever the fuck. And that anything we've done in our lives that we're truly proud of, that, that is a, a, an honest accomplishment, comes with discomfort. The idea of anything that makes you feel good quickly probably isn't good for you. And true purpose and, and feeling of pride comes from, from accomplishing something that, that's not easy. So my suggestion uh, is to have an honest conversation with yourself. Think about the things that are adding value to your life and the habits that are keeping you from, from, from you, <laughs> keeping you from the authentic you. And try making some changes. You got to map them out first. But make a conscious decision, whatever that thing is, cut it out of your life for a bit. I know that sounds very simplistic, but I, but I, I do think that there's, there has to be a, a simple answer to some of these things with the understanding that it's not going to be easy. Simple and easy are, are two different things. But if you can make that conscious decision, because I, I, I've got news for you, we are unconsciously being taken over by companies making things that, that, are, that are, again, they're stealing parts of our lives. And it's only going to get worse. So if we get enough people looking at their lives, looking about the, these things, we're gonna, we are going to find a lot of similarities. Because like I said, as, as humans, we are amazing creatures. We are, we are capable of unbelievable things, but we are also very basic in some ways. And we, a lot of us suffer from the, the same things, that same need to escape. Uh, we are, if you're feeling that you are not unique and that should be a positive thing, that should be a, a, something you feel good about because you're not alone. Now, if you want to learn more about what I'm talking about, I encourage you to read a couple of books. One is, is Dopamine Nation by, by Dr. Anna Lemke, Atomic Habits by James Clear, and Stolen Focus by Johan Hari. And then there's always the, the uh, amazing podcast by, by Dr. Andrew Huberman, who, who sometimes makes me feel like I'm living in a simulation and, and the guy's just watching my life and then making podcasts about it. But, and also, you can always listen here. The old consequence to have a podcast. So if, if, if you got anything from this, this discussion, I, what I hope it is, is your willingness to have that honest conversation with yourself. What am I doing that is, that is making me feel authentic? What are the things that are, that are stealing my, my sense of free will and monopolizing my time with bullshit? And then the willingness to make change with the understanding that it won't be easy. All right, I hope you guys got something from this. I hope this made some form of sense. This one wasn't easy. I've been, I've been contemplating doing this for a while, and, and, I, and I think that this discussion is going to it's going to evolve and, and hopefully get better, but 
just wanted to throw it out there to you guys. So I appreciate you checking it out. I promise just for my own sake, we're going to be having some other guests on here because, um, yeah, it's not easy. So that's it. I will catch you guys next week. This show is brought to you by the team here at Consequence of Habit and is an arm of our 501c3 nonprofit. The show is produced and edited by the one and only Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Pod Company Network of Podcasts.